0: Read the owner's manual more than once. It's probably a tip that I knew myself, but uh, I just kind of uh, reaffirmed it uh, this week when I decided to look at my owner's manual for my, oh, I don't know, 10-year-old camera already. And um, some of the things that I've learned uh, on my own... Um, over the last few months, um, just stood out to me in the manual. Like When I read the manual, when we got the cameras, some of the things in it I just glossed over or didn't think much about, um, didn't recognize as important. And then it's only recently that I've really dived back into photography again and as a result of that some of the things in the manual they they stand out like oh that is the technique that I see um people doing or um, this is the tool that um allows me to get the result that I'm looking for and in some of these manuals for different things um the terminology may be different than what you're seeing on a tutorial or in a book or whatever it might be. And so um, they might pop back out at you again. So if you've, if you've already read the manual to a device that you have and you use it, um, I can highly recommend uh, diving back into that manual. and And some of these things might pop back out at you. So that's the short version of my message for this audio bit, but um, I'm going to go a little deeper now into what I'm talking about with my camera, but if all you're interested in is that reminder to look at your own manual, maybe for a device that you have or something, uh, then go ahead and go do that and ignore the rest of it. Um, So there's a few settings in my now ancient camera, I would call it, um, that I've been using lately, um, partially because... I just don't have the budget to purchase the camera that I want at the moment. Um, My wife and I are prioritizing travel over possessions. And we uh, have done that because that's probably another audio bit all in itself or a blog post or something. But we've come to realize that we... Enjoy travel so much more than we do possessions. We we talk about traveling, or we talk about the destinations that we've been, uh, or when we're with friends that we've traveled with. We talk about that trip for years, sometimes a decade later. We're still talking about a particular trip that we took, and that kind of clued us into you know these these devices. They just get replaced every year and. Um, maybe they're not as important to us and so with prioritizing travel I don't have as much of a budget for a camera that I want so using the older camera I thought well I really want to get the most out of it and um, so looking at some of these features that it has I'm realizing that some of the new terminology is in there it's just called something else or they have a different way of going about it like we talk about HDR imagery now Every phone, uh, you know, over the last few years has had HDR. Some of them have it on by default. So that setting that will take multiple, stitch them together and give you what they call a high dynamic range um, is a great feature. You know, it it makes it, uh, it makes what would normally be a, uh, an underexposed subject um, it, it makes everybody feel like they're they're a great photographer I know I'm uh, definitely in that camp where I take a picture of something that's backlit and somehow my phone figures out how to do that uh, with multiple exposures and puts them all together and you don't even know it's happening, it's instantaneous uh, I think with the new iPhone it's like it shows you um it shows you the result before you even snap the photo. Like, it's always doing HDR, which is just bonkers. Um, Well, my phone, or my old camera, has uh, something that allows me to create my own HDR images. Now, I could take multiple exposures, like like the phone is doing. So I could take a a properly exposed image, take an over exposed image and an underexposed image, and that would give me three or, you know, I could take ten different exposures if I wanted to, stitch them together, and um, be able to get a similar result to what my my phone is doing, even though the phone is probably even more um, advanced than than what I would be able to do. But it turns out that the camera has a feature for that. Um, It's called Automatic Exposure Bracketing. I think it's called Automatic Exposure Bracketing. It's AEB, regardless. The acronym is AEB. And my drone has it. um, And I learned that uh, not that long ago, to be honest with you. I've been using the drone for almost two years. And finally, I decided to dive into its manual camera settings and use my drone's camera the same way that I do my DSLR. Uh, Whereas before, I was sort of relying on its on its automatic features which was good enough for a lot of things but recently i kind of started diving into that which i only get to i only get to use those every now and then um a lot of times i find with my droning lately or at least over the last six months i've been kind of in a rush for every picture which that's a whole other topic but um with my camera it does have that automatic exposure bracketing which means that when i take one exposure it will take three um, it'll take the, the underexposed, the overexposed and the, uh, properly exposed image, um, for me, I don't have to do anything. Um, and I can set those points. I can make it very overexposed or very underexposed and so forth. And then later on in Lightroom, I can, I can merge them together and it works great. Um, uh, so that's just one example of a setting that, I didn't know that my camera had. I very likely read that in my manual, however many years ago I read the manual. I wasn't familiar with HDR or with this exposure bracketing technique. Um, I may not even have had the software to do it. And now fast forward to today when I'm learning these techniques, I'm doing it with my drone. I, I know my phone already does it. I know how it works. And then i read through the manual again and i I identify that feature and say oh that's what i want and here we are in fall the leaves are changing the skies are beautiful and i'm able to go out and capture some images with my phone in a or excuse me with my camera in a way that i can do with my phone so um yeah, that's just the long version of me still saying to read the manuals for some of the devices that you already have long after you've used the device. You you know, we, we sometimes we throw those manuals right away. Fortunately, most of them are available as PDFs online. And uh, you can reread them, and, and no doubt, something will jump out at you, and you'll say, that's where that setting is. I can't believe it's there. Another one that it has is this um, uh, kind of automatic focus that continuously focuses they call it ai focus Um, so if a subject is moving it'll it'll automatically kind of focus it so if you can picture like a flower that's uh, moving in the wind a little bit then that focus especially if your focal plane is is short or small um would be moving a lot i capture an image um using that feature and i'm more likely to get the flower that is moving in focus so all that is to say read the manual again